Okay, good Erev Shabbos. Holy Erev Shabbos Jews, thank you so much for being with me today and each and every Erev Shabbos. It's uh, always extraordinary to be together, and I'm so deeply appreciative that you uh, join me as we try to not just have Shabbos descend upon us, but actually proactively be together to, to greet the Shabbos. So thank you for being together with me. And we've never needed Shabbos more. We've been saying this the last several weeks. Here we are. We are on week number four of unfortunately being together more than a chazaka and chas v'shalom it'll never become the new normal being away from you not being together not hearing Torah reading not answering Kaddish and Kedusha may it never ever ever become something that we adjust to nothing that we ever conform to we should be maladjusted to this uh, experience to this lifestyle please God forever and here we've come to appreciate Shabbos more than ever a theme we've been talking about each and every week because Shabbos is that respite, it's that place of refuge. And as we count down and anticipate and head towards Shabbos, we start pulling away from the news, the information, the tragedy. Not that it's not still there, not that it doesn't affect us, but Shabbos is a taste of the world to come. It's a place we go, me'in olam haba, in order to experience. And this is no ordinary Shabbos. This Shabbos is known as Shabbos Hagadol. This is the great Shabbos. There are many reasons given for it. We'll mention tomorrow night at our Shabbos Hagadol Drasha at 9 p.m. I hope you'll join us to learn from Eliyahu Anavi how we can tap into the, the power of optimism and how it leads to a sense of resiliency. But one of the reasons given for Shabbos Hagadol, it's a great Shabbos where people knew they came to Shul. The Shul was packed. People were there for longer hours than normal. It was expanded. It was emphasized. It was promoted. It was Gadol. It was great. And here we are, still distanced from one another. So how can we be transformed? Where can we tap into our godless? How can we achieve our greatness on the Shabbos Hagadol, even while we are yet apart from one another so tragically? So I want to share with you an insight that I saw just this afternoon. It's in the Haggadah of... Rav Druk, Rav Yisrael Meir Druk, I've been sharing his insights lately in the Parsha class, a great Rosh Hashiva in Yerushalayim, a Talmud, Rav Chaim Kanievsky, very close, and he has a set of Svarmi, has a Haggadah called Eish Tamid, and in it he quotes an amazing insight from the Maharit. The Maharit is Rav Moshe Trani, a great Italian Rishon, who says the following, in his Sefer Tzofnas Paneach, the Medrash tells us on the Pasuk, that Moshe grew up, and what does it mean to be a Gadol? What does it mean to be great? To be great is not to be self-centered. To be great is not turning inward. To be great is not about my needs, my wants. To be great is that Moshe leaves the comfort, the convenience, the protection of the palace. Why? Vayar He goes to see their pain, being willing and able and eager to identify with the pain of others. The effort to alleviate and relieve that pain. To feel that, I'm with you in this pain. And to feel a sense of, that I am sharing the burden of this pain. That's what it means to be a gadol. So Mara, what did he see? When he went out and he saw them, the Medrash tells us, what did he see? He saw they were overwhelmed by the burden. All week long, the responsibility, the obligation, the fear, the anxiety, the worry. He saw how it was absolutely crushing them. And so what did he give them? He gave them Shabbos. He said, holy Jews, don't you know that no matter what the world around you is doing, that inside you have the ability to choose how you see the world and how you feel. You can't control everything happening around, but you can control how you react, how it makes you feel. Do you have to be anxious and worried? Do you have to lose your cool and be impatient? Do you have to be envious or jealous? Can you be calm, cool, collect, and tranquil? He introduced them to the laws of Shabbos, the capacity to shut it down, the capacity to turn it off, the capacity to disconnect in order to rejuvenate and revive, to reconnect to who we are and what matters. 
So what happens? He went into Paro and he demanded, I see that your work is going to ultimately be nullified. So he said, and so on and so forth. So Paro doubled down on the work that he gave them. So Moshe went to the Jewish people and he said, I want you to know, says, from the six days of creation, God already anticipated he would introduce to the world a concept called Shabbos. And he, this concept is not particularly Jewish. It's not particularly religious. The idea that you disconnect from the world in order to reconnect to what matters most. The idea that you spend a sabbatical, not once every seven years, but once every seven days, returning to our roots. That is something which is, it's a mitzvah sikhli. It's rational. It's logical. It makes sense. And yet, nevertheless, Hashem set it aside. He didn't... He didn't share it, and he didn't make it accessible to everybody. He put it He put it in his storehouse, a precious gift he reserved just for the Jewish people. This gift, this gift has been uh, set from before the world was created. In the six days of creation, when God first had the idea of creating a world, he already anticipated that he would introduce to the world this concept called Shabbos, that there would be something called Shabbos. He knew that we would need it. He knew that it would keep us alive, that more than the Jews have kept Shabbos, Shabbos has kept the Jews. So Moshe tells Paro, this has been waiting since the time of creation. And my people, they need it, and they need it now. How do we know that even in Mitzrayim they had Shabbos? When Hashem does give Shabbos, He doesn't say, I'm giving it to you now in the present. He says, I already gave you Shabbos. They had been observing it. They had been keeping it, whether literally the 39 malachas or figuratively the idea of returning to our roots, achieving a sense of calm, a sense of confidence, a sense of peace. So what do you see? In the time of Mitzrayim, says the Maharit, in Mitzrayim, they had the gift of Shabbos, but what happened when Shabbos ended? Even though Moshe went in and demanded it of Paro, and at first Paro exceeded, Paro allowed them to have a sense of a Shabbos. But what happened? The moment they made Havdalah, the moment Shabbos was over, right back to the backbreaking labor, right back to being slaves and servitude, oppressed and persecuted, right back to the fear, the worry, the uncertainty. They went right back. But what happened in this last Shabbos? You see, the 10th of Nisan, when they began the Geula, the redemption first began to unfold, it was a Shabbos that year. The 10th of Nisan was a Shabbos. So that last Shabbos in Mitzrayim, they didn't on Motzei Shabbos go back to the state of mind and state of being they were in, but rather they were able to preserve. Says the Maharit, you know why it's called the Shabbos HaGadol? Because on this Shabbos, when it ended, they didn't find themselves in servitude to Paro. Now they were free. Free to define their mentality. Free to define their identity. Free to define their attitude and perspective on the world. You know, when Shabbos ends, you don't have to go back to the chaos and craziness. When Shabbos ends, you don't have to go back to panic and hysteria. When Shabbos ends, you don't have to go back to worry and anxiety. The same feelings that we felt on Shabbos when we turned off the news, and when we turned off the flow of information, and when we turned off the fear factor, and when we turned off and disconnected from what is a tragic reality of the world, that same piece of mind we find on Shabbos, we can preserve when we live with a sense of Emun. It's called Shabbos HaGadol because it continues. Since that first Shabbos, when we were, began the redemption in Mitzrayim, it never stopped. It never ended. Essentially, my friends, the message to us is very simple. On this Friday, as we're turning into Shabbos, as we're getting ready and transitioning, as we are, as we discussed last week, and I hope everyone remembers, we're putting on our Shabbos Panim. 
We have a vachadik upon him, a weekday upon him. It's filled with wrinkles and gray. It's filled with worry and uncertainty. And then we have a Shabbos upon him. A Shabbos upon him is a glow. It's peaceful and calm. We relax all the muscles and we release all the wrinkles and we get Shabbos Botox and Shabbos plastic surgery and a Shabbos Panim in which our face radiates and glows a sense of calm and peace. We sing the Zmiros and we share the Divrei Torah and we enjoy the food and we responsibly, moderately make a Lachayim and we enjoy the company. We read and we learn and we play board games and we go for a walk and we experience the serenity of Shabbos. The Shabbos Panim. It'll all be there waiting for us after Avdallah. But for 25 hours, we escape to a place of refuge. For 25 hours, we disconnect and reconnect to what we know in our core, with a sense of calm and confidence and peace that Hashem runs the world. It's a taste of Me'in Olam Haba. It's a taste of that time, that world to come, when it will all make sense, when we'll have a clarity. So, you know, when Shabbos ends, you don't have to go back to the Vachadik Apanim. You can keep the Shabbos face on. The Lechadodi Pnei Shabbos Nekabla, when we sing Lechadodi and Pnei Shabbos, we put on that Shabbos Panim, don't take it off. Keep wearing it. Wear it the whole week long. True, we're going to follow the news again. And true, we're going to get bad information. And true, it's a scary time of uncertainty. We'll talk about that tomorrow night. How can we be optimistic and have a resiliency in the face of all that's going on? What can we learn from Eliyahu Anavi? True, it'll all be there. But you know, the Zohar, Kadosh, the Zohar says, Tamidei Chachamim, the whole week long, are Bebechina Shabbos. Tamidei Chachamim, the righteous, the tzaddikim, men and women, all week long, their mentality, their attitude, their approach is a sense of Shabbos. Not of panic and hysteria, not of uncertainty and fear, but that I have to do what I have to do, and once I've done everything I have to do, the rest, it's all up to Hashem. He's in control, and because of that, I'm not worried. The Sfasemes has an additional idea. Sfasemes says that we know that Shabbos has two themes to it, but this will end. The two themes are Zechel and Shabbos commemorates creation. Six days God worked, the seventh day he made peace with what he had created, and he was at rest with it. Six days we conquer the world, we manipulate, we control, and the seventh day we are at peace. That's one theme, Zechel and But there's a second theme to Shabbos. Shabbos is Zecher, Litzias Mitzrayim. Shabbos commemorates the theme of being liberated, of being freed of breaking out of the shackles of that which holds us back. So when they observed the Shabbos in Egypt, all they had was commemorating Masa Bereshis, the creation. But now that they were leaving, Shabbos Hagadol, the great Shabbos, it became Shabbos Hagadol because we got the second theme, the theme of Zecher Liyitzias Mitzrayim, the idea that when Shabbos comes, we can liberate ourselves, free ourselves. There are so many who have not been able to turn off checking the news incessantly, obsessing over the statistics and the data and what's next. And you know, Shabbos comes and it liberates us. We don't have a choice. We have to disconnect. We get the freedom that comes with a peace of mind without having to worry. Shabbos is Zechel Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. It liberates us. It liberates us from the to-do list and it liberates us from the stock market and it liberates us from what's happening with the economy and it liberates us from what are very legitimate worries and fears and God forbid I would never minimize them. But Shabbos is a time of Shabbos Hagadol. All week long, to a certain degree, the real us is minimized. The real us is layered over by the us that needs to interact in the world. Shabbos, the real us, comes out. It's Shabbos Hagadol. We become Gedolim. We become Hagadol. We have the opportunity and the ability to become great, our greatest selves yet. It's incredible. And to see what people are willing to do. Someone sent me an hour ago the schedule that they wrote up and printed for their family. A couple families have done that to me. And you know what? If you have the mentality, like you're at a Pesach program, here's the schedule of the day. 
Normally that schedule is filled because you go to Shabbos, Friday night davening and Shabbos morning you're at shul for davening. It's the class at shul. There's the kiddush at shul. There's the three shalom zachers and there's the two onigs and the four tishes and the three chaburas. And then you're back at shalashirish and shul. So no one has to print a schedule because the shul does it for you. And the shul did for this, this way as well. But every one of us become the balabas. We are responsible to turn our homes into the small shuls. This is Shabbos HaGadol. You have to become a Godol. Make that schedule. And what will be on your schedule? Time with your family, games, a walk, learning, reading, singing, enjoying, davening together. What's on your schedule? This is our opportunity to go this Shabbos HaGadol. Not only Zecher L'Masa Bereshis, but Zecher L'Yitzias Mitzrayim. Yehiratzon, I bless each and every one of us. That this Shabbos we should set ourselves, we should taste the freedom to begin the process of the Exodus that will continue this week when we'll all observe Pesach. That we should experience a redemption. We should experience the full redemption with the welcoming of Mashiach, but even until then, the personal individual redemption to redeem ourselves, to redeem ourselves from the shackles and the bondage and the oppression, which often is so self-imposed through the worry and the fear and the uncertainty. And to tap into Me'in Olam Haba, to experience the godless in us, the greatness in us, the greatness in us that lives with a sense of faith, that lives with a sense of hope, that lives with a sense of menucha. Put on your Shabbos panim. Put on that peaceful, glowing, wrinkle-free, young and youthful, radiant Shabbos panim. Bring that sense of peace into your home, into our community, and in that merit, please God, may we all experience only good health. May those who are ill have a complete and speedy and painless refuah shlema, May you all be protected, and maybe the world be transformed to a place of happiness and prosperity. Good Shabbos.